You can check out all the episodes of the Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Table of Truth. This is your man, Cam. We have a little bit of a special episode today. A little bit of an excerpt of our last episode kind of went long, so we wanted to chop them off into two episodes. Um, in this episode, we talk about Dame Dash and how people are starting to have a different look at him um, as an entrepreneur and a lot of others also as like kind of a truth sayer. Uh, he says a lot of good stuff, and people are, start, are just people just always don't like his delivery, and I think that's starting to change, and we talk about that. We also talk about uh, safe spaces uh, for men, actually. We talk about the barbershop, and we talk about domestic violence, and if you know, as a man, if you're a part of, if you are the receiving end of domestic violence, uh, why can't you go to the barbershop and express it to, quote unquote, your safe space to talk amongst other men about what you should do with that? You know, everyone has their different opinions. And uh, we kind of talk about that and talk about the different things. You know, this ties into Me Too and everything else, but more from the male point of view. And when it talks about uh, male, like, you know, uh, domestic violence against males. So I hope you guys like the episode and enjoy. Dame is the is the is a underrated hero, man. Hey, man, I've been like, saying this for a while, but yeah, we 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 looked at Dame as like the the catalyst of why his empire fall. But if you look back at his historic rise and fall, and you know relevance now, he low key been ahead of the game. You know, yeah, especially our, we read about the Weinstein issue. He was calling that out before the whole Me Too movement. Yep, um, he funded a lot of a black projects speaking of which he's one of the you know so he is he, he gave us kevin hart yeah. yeah i mean also the thing about dame too is and i was debating this with a couple people before and i was basically saying it's like you know he he says a lot of the same things that other people have made millions off of like uh gary v or tony robbins and all that but his delivery is hood and since his delivery is hood then that's pretty much what it is you know and so uh, he also gave us the, the greatest, uh, you know, mini clip of pause. <laughs> but in general, like Dame always, Dame always says dope shit, but his delivery is always in a way that, you know, is always harsh. And unfortunately, in the black culture, if you try to talk down to people, they always look at you sideways as opposed to just listening to the information. Dame always has some good stuff to say, but it's, a lot of people just aren't ready to hear it. And you know, Yeah, right. The, the, the delivery is what throws them off. So. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's for everything. Like every time... You know, black culture in general gets you know ridiculed or criticized, or you say something, they're like, "Yo, not black you? culture." Now it's every culture. Yeah, everyone is 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 soft. Yeah, <laughs> what did, yeah, what did can't, uh, can't, can't say nothing no more, man. What did Dave Chappelle say? He's like, since I've been gone, the country turned into a bunch of bitch ass niggas. Speaking of bitch ass niggas, it's time to change the subject to Nicki Minaj. It's <laughs> <and laughs> safari. <laughs> Oh man! So speak on the ant or whoever knows the subject. Well, I, all yeah. I know is they've been beefing, uh, Twitter beefing. People are saying it's because their album's not doing well. Um, but one of the stories that came out was he mentioned that she stabbed him, she cut him one night, and um, he said he harmed himself so she wouldn't get arrested. And then people took it to another level was cracking jokes on him. But if the roles were reversed. If a guy stabbed a woman, I'm pretty sure we, we would not be cracking jokes here. That would not be happening. So 
Yeah, I mean, sad to say. I mean, it's one of those things know, where this is where Black Twitter was kind of going off, and it was just like, yo, this dude just admitted to being in a domestic violence uh, dispute, and you guys are laughing at him, the victim, purely because, again, because he's a dude. See, there you go, Aunt laughing right now. So, but, Mike. But, 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 that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you in this realm of where the victim passes, like, he's like, yo, this girl stabbed me. And if you know, if think about it, if he would have went to the police when he got stabbed, that's it would been a, it would it would have been a super interesting situation. Cam, if I'd have came on the TV right now on a commercial and had hashtag what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers is falling. <laughs> yo, if I come on TV with a teardrop and say, yo, what about me? What about me? What about me? <laughs> Yo, we would. You can't tell me, motherfuckers. They go take that as a joke. Yo, listen. The only way I'm calling nine one one if he takes out a Conan sword, and that's when I gotta get. That's the only way I'm calling the police, man. Like I don't know. I guess you know what? It is a double standard, man. I cannot. <laughs> now you realize that. <laughs> it is it's a double. It's a double standard. I'm not gonna. T- I'm. I'm not gonna tell nobody. Yo, my girl was. Roundhouse me every Wednesday night. I can't. Hey, I'm not doing he that. Did. Yo. He didn't. He didn't well, tell anyone. So, this so just came out. It's a losing battle, regardless. Yep. It's losing. It's 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 because if you're a woman, you know you have to speak out, and there's that movement. But you're at the threat of be call, be, being called a liar, especially if the image portrayed by the man is forthcoming. Case in point, the the, the I think his name is Ruben Foster with the 49ers. Basically, the, the girl came out and said I lied just to get him in trouble. So for every uh, male abusing a woman, you do have those instances where the woman is just lying just to be lying. But you, for every that yeah. person, and it's not, so, it's not so it's not so rare. But you're right, though. You're right. The Hardwick, the but, Hardwick thing situation was even worse. Yeah, and then you segue into a man. Uh, if he says he he got abused, then he looked at as a punk or weak. You know what I'm saying? So. Like nobody wins because we live in a culture where this type of thing is happening. Courage, it, it's 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 sad to say, you know, because I I know definitely if a woman stabbed me, like, you know, like I don't want to be a laughing stock. I want support. You know what I'm saying? Because we live in a culture where if a woman does it, she's getting all the love and the support. Because generally, it's usually that the other way around. But when it's flipped the other way, you know what I'm saying? Men are getting looked at the laughing stock. So nobody wins in this. It's just we have to change the whole overall outlook and the circumstance of when it happens. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, even when um they talk about domestic violence, the I think we it was a couple years ago and there was a whole thing about why why I stayed and why I left. And so it was a lot of people that was the hashtag. People said, you know, why I stayed because I love the person, blah, 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 blah. Why I left because I was getting my ass beat all the time. And like uh, the majority of it was women, but there was a big swath of, of dudes that were basically talking about the same thing. They had been, you know, they were, they were in an abusive relationship with their girls, and that's what they were talking about. They were just like, yo, my girl was socking me in my face, and I can't hit her back because if I do, I'm going to jail. So yeah. I sucked I up with the let my girl punch me, yo. And so that, but then there was a lot of dudes that couldn't figure that situation out. And so they were like, yo, I sucked it up, took it, and then, you know, but then I had to eventually leave. And so... 
you know, but those are the type of things that, like you said, you have to change the, the entire culture of it, not just to, just to say, like, you know, oh, every time a woman says something, we believe them, or every time a guy says something, we, like, uh, have empathy with them, you know? The Chris Hardwick one mm -hmm. is the worst one, because literally this girl wrote a blog post about how he was a shitty boyfriend, and he damn near lost almost everything until they had to review it, interview everybody, and then be like, oh, our bad, we're not, we're not going to fire you no more, you got all your jobs back. Wait, wait, you know, wait. What was the so give me the cliff notes of that Chris Hardwick? So Chris Hardwick basically his ex-girlfriend wrote this long, you know, blog post basically saying he was a shitty boyfriend. Like he was a shitty boyfriend. Like That's he it. Was, yeah, he didn't there's no physical violence. There was no sexual violence. It was him being a shitty boyfriend. He was saying mean things, he didn't do something whatever. He ended up dumping her over text. Like he was a shitty boyfriend, but he didn't physically do anything. Mental abuse, that's a whole different thing because that's now it's getting all gray now. You know, females are giant masters at that shit. Yeah, there's there's a whole there's a whole nother movement where people are talking about uh the mental abuse of being in a relationship, how you know, when a guy says, Oh, you're fat or this is all abuse, not that so it, whatever. But anyways, so she wrote a long post and it got wrapped up into the Me Too movement. He got dropped from all his panels at uh, uh San Diego Comic Con, he got suspended from Talking Dead, he got taken off uh the Nerdist uh website. And then Nerdist, it, the parent company of Nerdist did a whole investigation about it, went through the whole thing. His wifey, uh, who is now his wife, was like, you know, he's a good dude. And even him, he said it. He was like, yo, I was a shitty boyfriend. And I realized that. And I got better. I changed. And that's why I have an amazing wife now who supports me. All his friends backed him up. A lot of people did. And so he was pretty much ostracized for a good three, four months. And then finally, when the, inter when the uh, investigation process concluded, they're like, all right, we found you didn't do anything wrong. You know, you're back, you know, here you're back on Talking Dead, you're doing this, yada, yada, yada. But it just it sucks because, again, a lot mm -hmm. like a, a season on Sorry, where he was on a bad date and the girl basically brought, talked about her bad date, quote unquote, and they, they ran with it as some like, oh, he's a horrible person, da, 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 da. It's like there's like this, they're trying to lump everybody into this one big group. And then, yo, man, there's so many shades of gray where Sorry are not the same as fucking Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein, you know? So there's right now there's no gray area. They just lump everybody into one. Like, yo, man, you guys are all bastards. You all need to die. Like, like damn, crazy. Mm -hmm. nah, but yo, listen, if, Grant, if a guy is getting his ass beat by his girl, call the police, man. But at, at the same time, ain't no man supposed to be unless she's a tenth degree black belt. There's no way a girl should be going upside your head every fucking day and you sitting there crying. <laughs> Like, then my brother called me, yo, 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 Boomer just pushed me in my throat. I just finished working out, and she's, I'm, I'm gonna be like, what? Hey, yo, listen, man, just tell yourself, I'm a man, I'm a man, and just charge her, I'm a man, and just charge her, man. You can't just be, yes, you can't, yo, you, you can't. Yo, unless I, I I do know some guys who are like five feet, four feet, <laughs> but hey, hundred pounds. You never put a hands on anybody. That's hey, the whole hey, point. You heard you, you, you saying like you're you're feeding into the to the narrative that because he's a man, he's supposed to put a woman in this place. You have yeah. as a man, you have the uh, the authority to do the same as she would do unto you if she felt in a position that she couldn't do anything. Personally, I would call cops a sewer ass. Take half. You want to beat on me? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get the wallets. 
Yeah, man. It's yeah, a but, but, you should right, but you shouldn't be in a, you shouldn't be in a physical. I can care less. I can care less what right. my, my brothers think of me because I know for a fact that I cannot put hands on a woman unless my life is threatened. I yeah. cannot call my brother crying like yo, Daddy's beating my ass. I need help. I can't. <laughs> He's you, know, you know what? I can't. I'm, I'm I can't take, call. Take I can't do. I'm I take a that's just me. Why yes. not? He can't call you. He's looking for support. And yeah, man. Because he's going. The first thing he's going to say is, "Are you serious?" No, but that's, that's not what going to say. He's not going to say, "Yo, do this," and I'm gonna call the police, dog. You're two hundred and twenty, thirty pounds, b. Do yeah, something. Then, then when you say do something, and someone ends up dying. And it just looks bad on I you. Don't mean, I don't mean hit her back. Do something meaning get the hell out the house. Run out the house. You can run out the house. We are feeding the narrative that as a man we should be able to handle the situation. Yeah, the man. way we be handling it is not always the right way. Sometimes yeah. we have to take a different path to 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 alleviate the situation. Just because we're a man and we outweigh her doesn't mean we should be doing something that a I didn't man say, should be doing. I don't say physically meaning just run, get out the house. I mean, yeah, but it's, again, it goes back but to But if you he, know, if he should... calls you you should be there some support, not to laugh at him and ridicule him and say he's a weaker person. And I'm not saying that's what you're gonna do, but we can't have it. Man, I'm sorry, hey, head no. head, but then, then later on. I, I don't mean to joke around, but this, but I'm just being dead serious. And Dwayne can vouch for this. If I go into the barber shop with with a black guy with a busted lip, the first thing they're gonna say is, "Yo, who jumped you?" Now nah, my nigga, my girl didn't like how I cooked that that chicken last night and beat my you ass. I swear to God, <laughs> Yo, the barbershop is the worst place to talk about something like that. Dog, you're yeah, not going to get that one. But, the barbershop but, is not a safe place for that. You know that, Ant. You know, <laughs> but it should be. <laughs> We're talking all this kumbaya shit. It should be. This is my place. Oh, so nah. I get to... Nah, you know the bar. You know the barbershop is for. Oh, 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 oh. You know that, man. Okay. Oh, oh. Why does it, it have to be the perfect scenario for me to tell my problems? You know the, the barbershop is oh, <laughs> Come on, man. You know you about to get lit. So you're telling lit. me, yeah, but, <laughs> but that's but that's the whole point, though. It's like, I'm not getting if the barbershop, if if the barbershop is supposed to be your safe space, and you can't go into that quote unquote space, safe space, and tell what happened without being ridiculed, that's that means it's not a safe space. So it's but like no, you no one comes into a barbershop. Like, a barbershop's not a place where you where like a you talk to a psychiatrist. You go there, you talk about politics, you talk about sports, but no one going to a barbershop talking about the personal problems. You talking about other people's personal problems when they're not there, maybe, but you don't go to the barbershop <laughs> and indulge and share that your girlfriend yep. knocks you out unless you're stupid. Yeah. As soon as you walk out that door, it's over, yo. Yeah, yeah that over. might be a last, that might be a last haircut, yo. No, it might they, they, they about to flame you up, bro. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the problem. But that's the problem in that in our in our in our community with that aspect where I'm only going to speak on ours just because it's like if you if you it's like I say, if you're trying to say the barbershop is the the safe spot for men in general to, to, to sit down and communicate and talk. But then they can't come to those with those type of problems. That's the problem. You know, like the one thing, you know, white culture, they have damn near everybody in their mama's in therapy, blah, 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 blah. Black culture could learn from that. We all could use some therapy. But at the same time, in lieu of that, you know, we use the places like the hair salon, the barbershop, you know, the small nucleus that we have. So if you can't go to your nucleus and be like, yo, this is a major issue going on in my life. I need help or guidance. And all I'm going to do is get laughed at or ridiculed. Of course, you're not going to come 
you're gonna yes. just you're just gonna stay in that abusive ass relationship and either get you keep getting your ass beat or you're gonna leave or whatever the reason is, you know? Yeah, because Ant, what we we have our own chat, obviously. Like we have our safe space. What we talk about in that chat, half the shit you know you cannot tell your barber or your barber shop. <laughs> no. That's true. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, perceive, we, the perception is the barber's shop is a safe place, but you know you're not disclosing all information. It ain't that open. Depend depending on depending on who's who's in the barbershop at that time. No, no, you can post in my assignment something, but you're not yeah. talking out loud like how we talking. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like what Dwayne said, we like to talk about other people's problems in the open. That's yeah. a safe space, and that's a hundred percent fact. But when it comes down the narrative of understanding how a male can be a victim, we don't, as black males, we don't, we're not as accepting. And it's hard to believe and fathom that and we should yeah. take a different approach. That's true. And I think that's why it's like, you know, the people now do their own podcasts or they have like their own kind of nucleus of people that they kind of rock with outside of like, say, the barbershop or whether it's on a chat or something like that. Because, you know, like you said, if you were having a real crazy personal issue, you go to the the barbershop and you're trying to stay here to talk about it, you know everyone's gonna laugh at you and roast well, you i would say this then after the first backslap that should be a warning sign go get it checked out because you know it's just like if a female told you verbally certain if you don't check it right then and there it's over they're going to keep doing it they feel they got the green light no you're right so if you do if you do get cursed at or somebody, somebody you know slaps you that first time should be the last time if that means you got to walk you got to walk but but also, not, don't sit, don't sit there and get your ass beat and no, say, "Yo, she right. just female." That shit don't hurt. But you also like, have to remember too, is a, a lot of people don't know any other way to be in relationships than that. You know, so it's like you know, you have people, you have a whole section of the generation of people that look like look at relationships where if you're not fighting, you're not in a real relationship. You know, there's not that like <laughs> anger or that passion. You know, and if you don't have that anger or passion, then it's like, oh, that that's just not real. And she slapped you, or you know, or you even you know threatened her with physical harm and you're not in a real relationship and it's like there's it's skewed but like there's a whole section of people that believe that's to be true so those yeah. are those interests where it's like even in our culture we like we have to actually be like that's just not cool <laughs> and we need to have a better dialogue within our monks ourselves so we can not act like that you know I'm not saying that any of us do yeah. that because you know you try to hang out with people that you have like-mindedness in terms of how you view things but yeah that's the part where i think black twitter has helped for a lot of people to have some type of uh, of a safe space, quote unquote. But then it's almost getting too crazy now, where it's like you said, when the Nicki Minaj thing came out, everyone was just capping on Safri's uh, hairline as opposed to being like, yo, this dude got stabbed by his girlfriend and he didn't say anything about it because he thought everyone was going to clown on him. Well, justified. But that's the thing when you said about the barbershop, you got to know where to voice your problems at. You know you go on social media, it's going to be roast central. Oh, yeah. You, you got to take that straight, like I said, to a psychiatrist, to a doctor. You go on social media, it's open season, man. I mean, it, it also it's... depends on the guy, too. Like, Safari was on Angie Martinez show crying because he just got robbed, and people was cracking jokes. Yep. Was, you know, they just no stuck jury. Yo, you look at the comments. It's LOL with a uh, 10,000 L's underneath it, yo. Yeah, like, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, him, he's, he's just a target, yo. And it's not a story that he wanted to share. But I guess some shit. I don't know what happened between the two, but something got said, and he just brought it up. Yeah. And she went in and started snapping on his hairline. 
And that was it, yo. People just ran with that, man. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and that's just because you, you know, you make you make light of funny or something that's serious, and then you take the power out of that person's uh, story. And so now you have, you know, again, you have different people telling different stories about their own stuff. Like, hey, this is some real shit that I went through, and some people will just snap on it, and then some people will, you know, take it seriously. And 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 then we look at it as a laughing matter when a man says often abuse. But at the same time, I'm also like, man, if girl hit me or stabbed me, I'm leaving. Because look, I just got my blue bill. I am licensed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a, like I don't want to be that guy. I rather leave that that toxic situation. Yeah. Right? All jokes aside, like I I never want to fight anybody, and I definitely don't want to fight my perceived partner. And if she feels the need to abuse me in any way, where she has to stab me or hit me in any way to get a point across, that's not a, a healthy relationship. Man. At all. You guys have to have one uh, healthy discussion because it's only a one-time deal. If it's a one-time deal, even that, man. yeah, because you know, like we, if you, we all men here, and if you're, you have a sibling as a sister, and she got abused, you be tell her to leave the situation quick. How come quick. we can't do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Men should be able to do that too. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, without getting without getting ridiculed from his male counterpart saying he weak. Yeah. yeah, like all jokes aside, like with this topic is sometimes it's very hard to make light of it. But if again, if a female smacks you, and if you continue to allow it, then damn it, that's exactly what's going to happen. Until you see one thing about a guy between a female, and I, matter of fact, no, because if a female got a a one hit a quitter too, I'm sure there's females out here that can knock you the hell out, knock me out. So I'm not going to say you could sit there and take it. So there is no excuses why you should be dealing with it. But you just gotta know, like you said, if it's unhealthy, it's unhealthy, man. Get the fuck out. Yeah, man. man. You just you shouldn't be in freaking physical altercations as a grown ass person. What the fuck's wrong with you? Why? Why are you, why are you fighting for? If that's your Yo, way of communicating. Like that's crazy. Once you get out of high school, well, there should be no fights to begin with. Like, who? What is wrong with you? But again, like I think that's said, it goes back to the larger point of our own culture and how we look at it. Because you know the. The different parts of it, you know, with all this like you know physical abuse happening, and people are talking about their stories and stuff like that. And you know, some people, you know, they they're either you know support the woman or you know support the guy or drag this person, yada yada yada. And I think now it's almost too far to the pendulum. Before it was like we don't believe any woman. Oh, what he would have never done that. Now it's like oh, he did that automatically. Like wait, did, can the guy even right, like right. say anything? <laughs> it's like yo. Yo, but <laughs> it's crazy, I, I say I say that now, but I'm not gonna lie. If if I know my girl just decks me in the face, I'm not telling y'all, yo, no, no, my girl no, beat in my ass, said, yo. Like, I'm not. Said, I'm probably, said, I'm I still, still to go to the barbershop and say it, right? I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm barbershop too. And, um, by the way, man, y'all know this is a black guy. Guess where it's from? What? My girl. They gonna be like, yo, get out, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's my last. That's my last haircut. Yeah. But like, and unfortunately, I, I don't. I don't think. I think that's just embedded with you're a man, and I don't think that will ever change. Ever. Well, I change. Yes, it won't. Yes, I don't yes, no, but you also have to remember the the definition of what a man is right now in this current climate, 2018, is is getting skewed and stretched and this and that yeah. so like again your definition of what you said being a man like you know girl hits me i'm not gonna tell nobody i'm just gonna like handle it internally whatever whatever cool but also you're also realizing now 
we are, and we're in a state where there's, there's a bunch of piss ass niggas. <laughs> that's crazy, and man. So it's harder. That's, like, I, yeah. like someone made a good point. They're like, man, it's, it must be really hard for 11, 12, or 13 year old boy right now in this climate of just everything. Like, you know, before there were certain clear guidelines of what being a man would be doing and whatever. Now that everything's so weird. Not weirded out, but everything's loosely defined. It's almost a little bit harder for them to actually kind of have that kind of situation of saying, "Yes, I'm a yeah. man. Learn, Cam, I'm learning man skills, all that." You know, you're you're on point now because um, I'm with a, I'm, I live with a 14 year old right now, and the things I used to do, quote unquote, to become a man, play sports, get cut, get get bloody, go outside, bond with your friends. They not going outside no more. They playing on video games all day. So I'm like, yo, how the hell do I even implement what how I was taught? To these kids now, because they they don't live the way I used to live. Yeah. So I mean, look at how, how sports are with kids nowadays. Everything is fucking organized. Like kids don't go out and play. It's parents yeah. going to their games on Saturday. They're not outside. Structured all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be structured. And Cam's yeah. right. There is no guideline nowadays because if your son picks up a doll, people don't be like, let him play with the doll. You're gonna be like, I don't want him play with the doll. And then you get into a conversation about that. So yeah. it, it, there's no, it is, there's no, there's, there's nothing but open lanes on the highway, yo. You can make yeah. any turn nowadays. Yeah. And I think, you know, and honestly, you know, um, on one end, it's actually a good thing because you can break up a lot of the, the dogma that's been around for so long that have been doing stuff that suppress women and, you know, other mm-hmm. stuff like that. But on the other side, it just makes it more confusing just to be. And I think that's the part with it. That's the hardest part where it's like, Someone was like, oh, you know, I was, I was talking about something. And I was like, yeah, you know, as a straight black man. But like, oh, no, you shouldn't say that. You should say cisgender. I was like, as a straight black man. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, yo, man, like, that's cool. There's literally 50 plus different gender, like, affiliations now, which is a whole another annoying thing. But, like, I think for each people, you should just kind of figure out what you like and then just be cool with it. Like, yo, that's what you believe. Cool. Do what you do. Like I say, and now you got a son. You also have a uh, your step uh, dad to the other one, so you could kind of figure out what you think of your definition of a man is and teach them how you feel. And and I, then I, I battle through it every day, though, Kim, because every time I think I have a valid point, I get told, "Well, he he don't live your life. It's different. <laughs> Times are different." So now it's almost like I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. It's like. Yeah, so now I'm the old man now, and I'm in my thirties. It's like, yo, what the? So, like you said, it's a is everyday struggle, man. It's is it's, it's like I'm learning as well to to, yeah. to, to, to change my ways of a little bit, not yeah. all, but just. I mean, I think bit. also too, it's one of those things where instead of teaching kids to be a man or to be a woman or whatever it is, it's just more you teaching them good values, period, and then from there yeah. they can kind of roll from it, you know. Like I think yeah. from my nieces and nephews, like. My niece is seven, and she's super rambunctious. She's always rough and tumble. Like, you know, she's always playing around. And her younger brother, who's five, he's a lot softer. He's he tattletales all the time, you know. And it's interesting to see that dynamic because she's taking on the, the traits that, quote, unquote, are a boy, which make her a tomboy, as you'd want to say. And then he's just a lot softer. But instead of saying, oh, you're weak and you're strong, they kind of let them be, but at the same time, teach them good values, and they can kind of navigate themselves. And... Y'all could all chime in on this. I'm going to blame music, too, because we did grow up to a lot of important figures who talked about real-life shit every day. Killing people. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a... I think there's music still, but I don't think there's a lot how it used to be. I think there's a lot of bullshit out there, and, and they following that shit. That's I, I just how I, I, I see it. It's very uh, depressing out here in the suburbs, I'm saying. 
<laughs> I know they. I know they play out here, man. It, it's it's no it's no two it's no nothing, man. Wu Tang is no pot big. It's nothing where you can like make it through life. A lot of songs, like I see it, and these kids follow that. They follow that route all day, every day. Yo, man, X, 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 I, I disagree with you, man. Music that doesn't get them through life, because uh, the, the the culture and, and and what's going on now is relevant to the kids now. Uh, but I can still point out to music that I can listen to that yeah. gives me that nostalgic feeling that speaks to me in volumes. You know what I'm saying? But right now, there's a new wave, and like, what's the guy that, that passed away? Extension or Triple X Extension? He spoke to a different generation, and when he died, that's why he still had a lot of support after he died because his music was inspiring to that that following. You know what I'm saying? So there is music that speaks to the youth. We're just not the youth anymore. You know what I'm saying? So we're yeah. outside right. looking in. I mean, okay. but if you look at it in the way that Ant's explaining it, like say for example R&B, there were tracks that I would listen to, and I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait to to at least try to talk to the female or have those like type of feelings, like. I know that there's R and B out nowadays, but you really have to find it. Like it's not on the radio. There's a lot of dope R and B artists that I listen to that are young right now, but it's not mainstream. So yeah. there is music out there, but it's not the mainstream music. You have to go out there. Yeah. The mainstream stuff. The other day I heard some dude rapping on the radio. He said, "Why, why, what was it? Wham, 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 wham." Yo, I gotta find the lyrics, yo. I was like, "Yo, what? What, what did he just say?" Yo? Also, also, uh, Dwayne, the landscape of how we. Fine music has changed as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. Yeah. 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 Uh, one of my friends, uh, this one dude, Tim, he's uh he's over at Pitchfork. He's doing a lot of stuff for he got hired as a senior editor to do a lot of the hip hop stuff there. And like Pitchfork is, you know, they're all over the place. But well, since he's gotten there, they've actually kind of shifted a little bit better in terms of how they report on new rappers and all that kind of stuff. Because he still listens to current rap music. Like he's our age, but he still listens listens to rap like he listens to everything so he can tell you of all the new cats who's actually good like yo this cat's good this cat's this this that so it's out there but i think also too i think in our the way we consume music when we we're younger you know uh, it was you got uh, a lot of the stuff got filtered out and then also yeah you can get to uh, better stuff uh, in, a, in a certain way where now it's literally a free-for-all and so now it's like like I said like you know you have cats like xx uh, tentacion and freaking uh, Little Zans and Six Nine that all popped off on SoundCloud first. Six Nine to this day is not signed, but he has millions of listeners for anything he drops, videos, thing, and he's he's horrible. Doesn't take his doesn't take his rap serious or anything. He's he even said he's horrible. Yeah, but but that doesn't matter because people are consuming it. So the the way people consume music is different now. So now it's just on you to actually take the time but, out. Like but, like but some of the. Some of the stuff that he's not music though. Like, granted, yeah. he's a musician, but people are following him for different That's reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Really, the the when we the the music we were listening to, at least the mainstream music we were forced to listen to, uh, what was on the radio. Those people had talent, yo. Yeah. Like, Whitney Houston's and Mariah Carey's. I use this point to this day, Cam, when I say this generation's Whitney Houston is Rihanna. Then yeah. Mariah Carey's Katy Perry. Like, it's no comparison. Yeah. You have B groups like Brownstone. That was saying the bricks off of people who are out nowadays. Yeah. The bricks off facts. Yeah, it was the same. I was talking, I had a conversation about Janet Jackson and Beyonce, and someone just saw Janet Jackson recently at Outside Land, I think it was, and they're like, yo, Janet Jackson was dope. I'm like, how did you not think she would be dope? <laughs> she's literally <laughs> in her 50s and she's doing the same type of level of a Beyonce at this time. So 
Yep. But I was laughing because again, people are they you know we have short memories and all that kind of stuff. So I think that the my like back to my friend Tim that works at Pitchfork, he 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 he's one way I give him a lot of credit because he definitely puts me on to newer stuff. Dwayne's another one too that will actually be like, yo, man, these new these there's there are new kids that are dope. It's just like you got to put the time in to actually look for it. And a lot of people just don't have the time anymore. You just like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna listen to what I listen to, and that's it. And then, but then I actually, you know, I still DJ. I still actually want to listen to new music. So I'll, you know, take time to look like, especially for R&B. R&B is the, some of the best R&B is happening right now in the last maybe year and a half. Like, there's so much good shit. Young kids all over the world. You know, places that you wouldn't think of, and they're doing some really, really dope shit. But- but you just gotta find it. You gotta look for but it. Cam, why is it that we're in this era now we have to find good shit, and but but we don't have to. We, but it's easy to find bad shit. Oh, Back when we were growing up, you the, the mainstream was nice, like yeah. no, super right. nice. You're hundred percent. Let's t- let's take a step back. All right. So when we were growing up, we were growing up in the golden age where it was different. It was just different. Things were new. Things were happening. So the new was the new just happened to be really good, right? Really good. No, you're yes. right. But don't that's not to say we didn't have bad music slipping yes. through the cracks. There's tons True of bad music. True that. Now the game has changed. If if whoever who's worked in radio, like Cliff would know this, like Clear Channel, what sells, what's moving, what they want to push. The narrative mm-hmm. is different within the in, in the business now. You just don't play what's hot and good. You have to play a certain set list, obviously. And you play your top forty, and you're gonna hear that in rotation because what's perceived as what the people want is not dictated by us; it's dictated by them thinking that's what we want. You know. So when I wanted to be a DJ, I thought I could play Wu Tang all day, every day, and everything I liked about my golden era hip hop. But that's not true. You have to go in and play a certain set list. So mm-hmm. nowadays, what pays the bills? The people that are getting sponsored or what they want to promote. You know. So you'd have like I have Sirius Satellite Alert Radio. So on Fridays I listen to Tony Touch's uh, uh, little show, and it's like a throwback. He plays everything old school and new, and you get that 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 feel of new music. So when we were growing up, we had Stretch Armstrong and Bobito and Sway and King Tech. Tech. Yep. They were always groundbreaking, busting new stuff out because it was just happening. They came in an era where it was happening like that. Right now, we're in an area where it's happening, but it's just not, it doesn't speak to us. It's just yeah. different music. I mean, There's the no only thing that I can that. think about is like Kaden. Kaden still does what, what you're saying that Tony Touch does. Yeah. They do yeah. play old school hip hop and they play new school hip hop. And I think they're the best quote unquote hip hop radio station for doing that because it gives hip hop credibility. You're listening to the old comments, you're listening yeah. to the new people as well. Yeah. So a lot of rappers that are out here listen to older music because they're like, all right, I grew up to this. I know about the Wu-Tang. I know about such and such. A lot of these rappers with little in their name, they're coming from Florida, New York. Like, I don't know what they're listening to. Yeah. They're not listening to, to, to the people before them. And there's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, you should know the history. Yeah. You, always, you always should pay homage to hip-hop, though. But you always should you're pay not, homage. But you're missing the point is that we're in a different realm. Like, the rapper, a lot of the rapper like there's a, a good swath of the, the kid the rappers these days that are on it and then they you know they're they are in hip-hop but there's a lot of them that are just doing this for fun it's entertainment they're just rapping True. because that's what they like to do and because of that they have no ties to what hip-hop is or anything like that and on top of that their exposure to it is different so like just that hurts the game though no 100 no no because look 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 so at the end of the day drake is an artist 
do we hold him this higher standard as one of the better lyricists? No, we understand what he is. So for that, for every person that just does hip hop for fun, because we don't, we're not the gatekeeper. We are kind of gatekeepers, but there's no rules and say you can't partake partake in this culture and have yeah. fun and not yeah. want to take it seriously. And that's like Charles Gambino is not. He wasn't considered a re- like a dope MC. He just did it for fun and he didn't take it yeah. so seriously. Yeah. And he was he good at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just to give you guys a good example, like we're talking about this hip hop stuff. Like we all grew up in the '90s in terms of that. But like just to give you an example of say from 93 to 99 i'm looking at it on wikipedia right now these are the top selling albums of each of those years 93 whitney houston the bodyguard 94 elton john lion king 95 hootie and the blowfish 96 alanis okay. morissette 97 spice girls 98 the soundtrack to titanic and 99 factory boys those are the top selling albums of the country and we're talking about hip-hop shit where none of that stuff was there like it was a pivotal moment for us but like in a larger grand scheme of things like rap music still hadn't bubbled up to that level yet by the 2000s it started to peak through and all that but you have a lot of kids that that are graphing right now that grew up in the 2000s where you know 50 cent and eminem are ogs and so, like, they didn't, they don't, they don't know, they don't grow, they didn't grow up with like Karis One and Pete Rock and all those cats. They're, they they kind of know who they are because someone told them. Like that one, um, what's the, uh, there's a YouTube channel where the cat he listens to old school uh, '90s hip hop for the first time and has reactions to it. Yes, um, I, I don't like that because, because yeah, oh, King Guap, yeah, King yo, I think that shit is dope because, like, dude, I like it, dude. The kid was born in like '99 or something like that or 2000. And so he was just like, yo, my parents don't listen to rap. They were listening to rock and soul and R&B. So I didn't know, I didn't grow up with any of this. So him listening to like Shook Ones for the first time or freaking, uh, I think the Wu-Tang Triumph, that shit was the best one. He's like, he's like, listen to it. He's like, oh, hey, this, this first guy is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you have to remember that like a lot of these kids don't have the same uh, esteem or regard for our era of music that we did. So like, that's why... It's refreshing when you hear younger kids being like, or artists, they're like, oh, R&B artists. Like, who do you listen to? Oh, my favorite artist is Aaliyah. I like the way she sang. Da, 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 da. I was really big into Maxwell and D'Angelo. And they're like, oh, shit, that's freaking dope. But a lot of the rap kids now, they don't they, they don't have that same ties anymore. They're just like, oh, you know, we were just, me and my friends just playing around. We're, we used to be in a, um, a gaming crew, and we all played freaking Grand Theft Auto. But now we're rapping because it was just fun, and we thought it was cool. We learned, we learned, we learned on YouTube. <laughs> And yeah. you know now we're a rapping crew. You know that's that's basically uh, the YBN kids. Like those kids but, are basically a gamer crew that became rappers, and now they're freaking popping off one by one and kind of doing their own thing. I guess my problem is though, hip hop is not something you just play around with. At the end of the day, it's still an art, and respect the respect the art. No, but you're, the, you're, the gatekeepers okay. are the people who are the people who are in charge are the ones who want to make money off of it. So they're not respecting the art; they want yes. to make money. Yeah. So we don't have anyone in place. To be like, hey, there's no school of hip hop. Yeah. So if people are tuning in, if the Catch Me Outside girl is getting a million views on YouTube in one day, they're gonna push that. So yep. unfortunately, it's about money. Same thing with Cardi B. Like, I mean, yeah. they're like, oh, let's put. Everyone's like, yo, that Cardi B album is dope. I'm like, of course it's dope. She has there's money behind it to make sure that they get the best producers, the writers, all that kind of stuff, and push the brand. So when people talk about yo, we have to protect hip hop, blah 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 blah, it's like, man, you're only talking about rap. You don't even really pay pay attention to what quote unquote hip hop really is. And even if you did, you would you would have a whole different viewpoint on it because someone was talking about yo, you know, people keep stealing our culture, and I'm like, yo, uh, black culture hasn't really been fucking with hip hop in a very long time, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why Funflex said the best. You cannot be top five 
if you don't have bars. Bars still matter when it comes to categorizing uh, 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 artists. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's up to the person. Like Kanye West, he's in many people's top five. Drake, he got bars? He's a, but yeah, but did he write those bars? True, true, yeah. And, and somebody like Drake, just based off his hits, he has to be in the top 10. Yep. Based yeah, off hits. I'm not saying bars, I'm not saying anything. Uh, he is, he, he is. Has forever. So, I mean, it, it's it's tough, man. It's, it's, it, I mean, I love hip-hop. I, I will always listen to it, but it's not the same as it used to be. And, of course, that's because we're older. Hip-hop is definitely a younger generation thing. But in mm-hmm. terms of the skills, they're not there like they used to be is what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's more watered down. And yeah. I'm not knocking, because there's kids out here who are dead nice. I'm just talking True. about the, the thing that gets pushed forward is not as skillful as it used to be. But, yeah, uh, we do our final words, yo. And you want to go first? Yes. We were talking about movies earlier, and I was watching Dwayne's Gonna Laugh, the biggest disappointment movie of all time. Congo came on yesterday, and I watched I watched a gorilla with a power glove on, an NES power glove. <laughs> oh fucking! You know why? I, I was so I was so, was so like crazy. Yes, I was watching the other day. I said this got to be the most embarrassing movie of all time, yo. That shit was on every cup, KFC cup, commercials. Oh my, yeah. So. <laughs> I, oh man, my 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 takeaway is yo certain movies was just Congo man, y'all are terrible man. That's all I can say, man. But I'm glad we back. Um, Why the hell did you watch it? Okay, I was watching it with Nate because Nate likes to watch all these old sci-fi and so I said, you know what, let's watch Congo. And he was like, yo, what the Why fuck is this? <laughs> all movies, I'd have been like, nah, all we not watching Congo, yo. Yeah. Yo. Dogs, he saw apes with he saw super saiyan apes with gray apes doing flips. I was like, All right, you want to watch it? Let's go. And boy, was it bootleg. What, what, what horrible movie is Ant talking about now? Congo. Congo. Jesus Christ. Did he, like it? Did he like it at least? He laughed at it, but he, he said it wasn't whack. He just found it humorous. That's all. Yeah, kid. Yeah. yeah, he's a kid, so he enjoyed it. I did. Oh, he's a kid. That's, that's, that's different. Yeah, he's fourteen, so I'm I'm trying to have him watch what I used to watch. So certain things is boring, some things is not to him. But you know, I put on I put on Legend with Tom Cruise. He's like, "Yo, turn this shit off." <laughs> I said that when I first saw. He said, "Yo, turn this shit off." Other I, I, my fault, man. I'm going way let back. Him watch, let him watch Willow, yo. Yo, man, he might like that. Willow, Willow, underground classic, yo. It's underrated, son. Yeah, he might <laughs> like that. Dwayne, you gotta find a word. Nah, I don't. I can't even think of one right now, yo. I'll, I'll yeah. come back to me, yo. Cam? Uh, my final word is go watch Willow. Shit holds up. Remember, <laughs> 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 you been watching Willow? Go watch Beastmaster. Yo. <laughs> There's a trio of them. There's like five movies that all were on uh, TBS. Crawl. Wait, was Crawl TBS at like 2 a.m. in the morning. It's like Crawl, Beastmaster, Willow, uh, Legend. Legend, damn, this is another one too, like a really bad one. Uh, probably Legend. Be- yo, Beastmaster was pretty. Legend's yeah, a classic too. Legend's a classic. Y'all oh, pro- like Red Sonia too. They put that in there in, in that rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, they had a lot of them. Oh, uh, uh Lady Hawk, maybe. Lady oh, Hawk. yo, Marcus loves Ghostbusters, the original. 
It's classic. I mean, yo, he loves Ghostbusters. What's crazy though, if you watch Ghostbusters now, like it's a pretty, it's a pretty serious. Like the way they told the film, and like it's pretty, it's kind of heavy. There's a lot of heavy. Yeah, things. it holds up, yo. Yeah, well, Ghostbusters um, lived up, yo. Head of his head of his time, yo. Uh oh yeah, but yeah, final word. Um yeah, man, I think people should. As Cam always says, be a well-informed hater. I think that's a really good term for 2018. I think a lot of people are too quick to share a link of a, just the title and not actually read the the, the article or oh, to comment to comment on a movie without actually watching the movie or comment on a um on an album without like listening to it. Like I hear a lot of good things about the Travis Scott album. I'm not a Travis Scott fan. I might not listen to it, so I have no opinion about it. I heard it's dope, but I'm just not. I just don't like Travis. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not. I'm not into him. So like, but. People like again, like I'm not gonna hate on it just because I don't like him as an artist. I'm just like, yo, if it's dope, then yo, I think it's whatever. But um, I think I think it is important that people at least just take the time to like read and like just pay attention. Like I think the the social media like atmosphere now makes everything quick bites and really quick things where they just literally just look at the title and just comment or something or watch that two second uh, two minute clip or five minute five or ten second clip and then have a whole thought process about it without actually like like thinking deeply about it. So I just think people should just, you know, just think deeply about normal shit, be logical and pay pay attention and read up before you have a comment about something. Uh, my, my final word is going out. It's going to be a little different route. I'm going to give a shout out and some uh, dues to extended friends at the table of truth. Um, I want to give a shout out to J. Tom Gunther, the Whiskey Lifestyle, Griff and them doing it, and Hope Phoenix. And I want to promote their, I want to promote their uh, stuff, and you can reach them. You can reach J. Tom Gunther at on IG at J A T A. Excuse me, J A T O N G U N T E R. That's his IG, and he's the author of a book called Fruit and Glass for all you wine aficionados. Um, I want to hit up uh, the Whiskey Lifestyle. Um, sp- spell it like it said, the whiskey lifestyle, no difference on IG. And I want to give a big shout out to Pope Phoenix, who's doing a little special project out there uh, for all those who want a portrait. If you go to his IG page at Pope Phoenix, P-O-P-E-P-H-O-E-N-I-X, hit him up, sidebar with him. He can do a portrait for $75. It's a limited time only. You can get your custom portrait, um, digital art, vector art, illustration by a dope artist pope phoenix check his work out that's my final word Holla. dope dope yeah yeah and then oh Dwayne, you, you have one or you say you're good i i guess i got a mini final word my uh my final words about new york sports um i've been a lifelong fan of Bulls. cowboys yeah cowboys but there's a, there's a story you guys know about the giants but I've had this conversation with my girl with Aunt. I'll come back to the New York team, yo. Yo, and he been saying that for yeah, this is the I'll, first announcement, but he been talking bro. about it. <laughs> but, you know, and, and by osmosis, I've been following these teams my entire life. So he has, I think he has, moving yeah. away from the city, it's weird <laughs> not living there telling people from New York and then like Rooting for another team, so yeah, I'm back to my New York ties, yo. So when you guys got Nick jokes, holla at me, yo. I can't wait for the next episode wait. of sports. I wait, wait, can't wait. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you gave up the Bulls and the Cowboys? Yeah. 
Especially the Cowboys. I don't know what Jerry Jones said about y'all. Now, okay, I can understand the Cowboys because it's deeper than just fandom. It's it's some political. I mean, yeah, it's where like I'm not gonna hate them, but I'm gonna support my New York team. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's a big deal. Wow, that's a first. That's a that's a really big deal. Big deal. That's a that's a that's a shout out to Tim Gray. Now you know I'm the only Nick hater. <laughs> yo, 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 Cam, yo, Cam, quiet as quiet as Cam, yo. We, we might have Kyrie and Butler next year, man. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm, What's I, up? I, I, we going to say that for October when basketball comes. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And this is the last word. If y'all do get them, good for y'all. Y'all need to be relevant again. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, LeBron. Soon, soon, you guys shall have a, the, the the sports cat the the pre football TOT sports episode. Can I say one more thing? Can I say one more thing? Can I say one more thing? Yo, we got Barkley this year, man. I'm. A, can I kind of do a prediction with him right now, oh, or should no, I wait? Man. Man, I said, yeah, we'll wait. No, we'll wait. No, we'll no, wait no, to the sports no, episode. No, we'll no, wait no, to the sports no, episode. But but I'm gonna say this, Cam. You need to be on the episode because I see you quietly dropping some sports knowledge more than the the so called sports. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I pay attention. Name, name I, so, yo, yeah, you I might you attention. might have to jump on the sports one. I pay I attention. I pay attention. Because we have a so called sports guru who think he knows stuff, but I ain't heard him chime in on anything sports related in a few weeks. So uh, what was this? Uh, I, uh, like I said, oh, in the in the main shot. In the main shot. Well, I haven't been so, there, so I think are, we gonna, are we gonna have a split episode before NFL season starts? Yeah, yeah. I think we should have yes. a football one and, and maybe a fantasy football one as well. So we'll talk about that off the air, but yeah, it, off the air. Yeah. Another great show, guys. Uh we holler at you all later, man. Peace. You can listen and download to all of our episodes of the Table of Truth on iTunes. Just search the Table of Truth podcast.